My name is Dave. And my name is Craig. And this is Kirby's Epic Yarn. Yes, folks, it is finally here. Welcome to No More Sages, a show where we pick one game from each year and then talk about how it's not nearly as good as Kirby's Epic Yarn. Uh, with me on this magical journey, the uh, Prince Fluff to my Kirby, you could say, Hello. is my good friend how Craig. are you today? Please don't hurt me. <laughs> I have noticed that this world feels like trousers, <laughs> Craig. Now, our my pick, actually, for the year 2010 is Kirby's Epic Yarn, I said at the top, and that was developed mainly by Good Feel with some help from Hell Labs, and it was released in October of 2010, unless you live in Europe or Korea, and then it was released in 2011, and later on they did a port to the 3DS where they added a couple things that didn't work very well, but that's different. So... I, unlike Craig, have a long history with Kirby and constantly trying to get friends to like Kirby and it never works out well. So we'll just leave it at that. Uh, I love Kirby. I think he's one of my favorite Nintendo franchises. And that's why I chose this game because this game is anathema to a lot of what I like in video games. So, Craig. Mm-hmm. You booted it up. Yep. You watched... That charming opening, right? Yes. You, you must have had a four-foot-wide smile on your face, and after you got back to the doctor, uh, you decided to play it. Mm -hmm. What are our thoughts? Well, my my genuine, I feel god-awful for saying this first thought. And this is getting, getting straight. Last week I said this is going to be like an interview because I'm going to be firing questions at you <laughs> that are really broad questions that you can then talk at at length to. Okay. My first thing that hit me was I started playing it and I was like, why the hell do you play this and you put this on a pedestal like nothing else, like I've never seen anything <laughs> like it. Yet you don't like Yoshi thingamabobie. You don't like Little Big Planet and things and, and like... To me, I was playing this and I was like, I, I'm liking ripping stickers off walls and I'm liking unzipping things and it's very tactile and crafty and lovely. You see a lot of that in something like Little Big Planet, yet you hate Little Big Planet beyond all reason. Uh, I can't. Yes. I can't. The, like, my big question is what sets this apart? For you, like, okay, all right, all right. First, I don't know. That's a super big question. <laughs> I'm really sorry. No, 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 no. This, it's fine. Um, most people are once they get to know me. Are, oh, you like you like Kirby? Really? Okay. Um, so Little Big Planet has a really big flaw, and that really big flaw is the jump physics. They're awful. They're terrible. It's not fun to play for me because everything's so floaty, it's slippery, and then you add on the fact of, like, I don't care at all about creation, and mm -hmm. there's very little that Little Big Planet, other than Stephen Fry, has that I will like. And I did okay. play through the first one because of Stephen Fry. 
And I was like, well, I, I have to listen to this. Um, well, is Little Big Planet 2 not Hugh Laurie? Can you not just, you know, it's one I know, I, 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 I'm, <laughs> I, need, I need to play it just because it's Hugh Laurie. Um, but, uh, so, then you have Yoshi's Wooly World and Yoshi's Crafted yeah, World, yeah. and I cannot stand them. I, I, yeah. I, and that is due to level design. So, in 99% of all the Kirby levels in Epic Yarn, the end goal is always the same, and that is reach the end. With Kirby, well, with uh, Yoshi, sorry, there's an awful lot of mandatory exploration that has to go on. It doesn't feel like, oh, hey, I found this little secret area. It feels like, all right, where do I got to go now? Yeah. That's the big difference for me. Because okay. uh, with Kirby's Epic Yarn, the the bar is always dead simple. And that's just keep going to the right or keep going up and you'll hit the end. The interesting gameplay happens around that. Where, uh, like, I don't know if you noticed or not, but you have all those little beads, right? That you got to collect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting, once once the game gets going, like we're talking, you know, four worlds in it becomes increasingly easy to get to the end. It's it's dead simple to get to the end. You can't die. You, you just keep hitting right and you'll get there eventually. Mm -hmm. But getting there while keeping all of like your beads becomes increasingly tricky. And to me, I think that is the most elegant difficulty slider ever. The difficulty okay. in this game is always opt-in. You're like, I want to get to the end with all the beads. You never have to. Okay. And I think okay. design-wise, that's brilliant. I then no, it never I, really gets that hard. Yeah. Okay, that, that's fair enough. I get what you're saying about Little Big Planet as well. Like, I keep saying it, and now, now that we've had this conversation, I think for the main Bit Effect show, I will throw Sackboy into the ring, which we call it. I'd be willing um, to give that a shot. Yeah, Sackboy's Big Adventure. Yeah, because that does some things really super amazingly well that I can even even playing this, I had flights of thought back to playing Sackboy and things that it did and the way that it times certain things to happen and the way you kind of bounce about the place and you're like, oh, this is just really well crafted. And like, I, I just to be clear, Kirby's Epic Yarn, I absolutely loved playing this. Like, I don't hate it at all in the slightest. <laughs> That's great! I am I am on board with Kirby. It's all that ancillary stuff round about it, which you're explaining very eloquently and clearly as to why the, all the... Th all, like, I like Little Big Planet, not a great deal, but I did like playing it, and I, I absolutely yeah. love Sackboy, and I really like Yoshi's Woolly World. Um, you know, like... It, oh, I didn't know you actually just, liked those those oh, Yoshi no, I, games. Oh no, I I liked Yoshi's Willy World quite quite a fair bit. I played it with Reese, um, and it like that's got the same sort of difficulty thing where you can't die. You just to complete the level, like as you say, to complete the level with I can't even remember if you're swallowed eggs or you know there's something in it. Yeah, um, Poochie, I think getting, it is in Yoshi's Willy World. Isn't is it? that what it is? Can't mind, but it I love that. Um, and then to play something from 2000 and what year is this? You said it's at 10? Yes. Yeah, to play something from 2010 that I, I'm just sitting playing it. I'm like, 
there's so much of this that I've seen that I loved from Little Big Planet and Yoshi. Like, there's even just as I say, lassoing stickers off of the wall and stuff. I'm like, that feels actually, great. It's really cool. Unzipping stuff, all of this kind of stuff. Or like the when you pull on the button and it squishes the fabric together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. It, it, I see as a way. I, I generally, genuinely hate vertical 2D platforming. See if your goal is to get from the bottom to the top. I flipping hate it. But this game, for really? some strange reason, yeah, it's it's my pet hate in most games is going huh. up the way. Because of all of the types of games, 2D platforming, for me, I really need super precise, super meat boy jumping or Celeste jumping. So anything that goes even remotely floaty or anything, I, I hate. But this made it feel cool because you were, as you say, pulling down a ripcord. It collapsed, like if you could visualize, and this is for the listener, not for you, Dave, but there's this lovely felt house and you pull the thing and it collapses, it accordions down and then you jump onto the roof and then it pops back up. Like, it's just a delight to play. It's very impressive on the Wii still. Like... I, I every time I go back and play it, I'm very much surprised. Like, wow, yeah, this still looks fairly good on the Wii. Yeah. Um, so here's the crux of why I wanted you to play this. Right? We've been playing a lot of games where, um, lately, not so much for this show, but for the bit effect, where difficulty is what makes this interesting like let's just say it souls right like we've been playing a lot of souls games yep and this is a game that goes eh, whatever's about difficulty this might be like one of the easiest games that i've ever played yeah does that actually harm the experience for you when you played this no and sometimes it might like i could have played this if this is back to see like flavor and charm and everything. This is the first mm-hmm. time I've seen. This is the first time I've seen Kirby in a light where I'm like, do you know what? I actually quite like you in this little world you are living in. I like that really nice but angry looking king that's following you about the place. I like the way you get about the place. I like the fact that sometimes you just go tits and turn into a gigantic tank. You just, it's just super. It's super great. So that that insight, that first look at Kirby and his natural habitat, I suppose, has really made me forget about difficulty and forget about anything else and just enjoy it, which I haven't had. You know the games I've been playing recently. I haven't had time to enjoy life in a game (laughs) because it's been miserable (laughs) and full of death. Um, the, this just it was like a lovely palate cleansing games can just be fun um yeah that was that, that's kind of my big point of, of Kirby is like it's a game that never forgets it's a game and it's one objective is to make you smile yeah. and that is incredibly refreshing to get sometimes um like I I mean the, this makes me sound like a you know two brain cell doofus but it's kind of impossible for me to play this game and not come away feeling warm and fuzzy afterwards. Like, it just feels nice to play. Um, which means we should actually talk about the gameplay of it. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Uh, so, uh, 
it does play a lot like a Kirby game that has no copy mechanics. You can't swallow an enemy and then suddenly turn into a cowboy with a whip or a guy with a boomerang. Um, every enemy is taken care of roughly the same way, and that is you unravel them and then put them up in a ball and throw them at things. Um, like I said, the difficulty comes from finding hidden collectibles, from think of trying to get to the end of a Sonic level while maintaining every ring you got. And that's roughly where the difficulty comes from. For the most part, like Craig said, you are playing this just to see it in motion. Um, very cute things happen. Like, you know, you don't run. You morph into a car and you make a little yeah. beep beep noise as you go. Uh, you don't swim. You turn into a fish. You turn into a UFO. You turn uh -huh. into a truck, a tank. Like, you surfboard. Um... Honestly, Con see that those transform like I knew there was like transformation -y type stuff because at some point we played Mario and I was like, I love being B Mario, Dave, and I yeah. like it when you turn into Robot Mario as well and all this kind of stuff. And not you're, like, Spring Mario though. Well, not never Spring Mario, and you're like, oh, you should play Kirby because Kirby transform. I, I, I went into this thinking there's going to be loads of transformations and it's I'm going to have to remember how to transform into all these things, but it's. It's never about that. Like, as soon as you touch water, you turn into the fish. As soon as you run, like you say, it's all, it's just delightful animation and a way to, like, when you're floating, your float mechanic, you turn into a wee parachute and stuff. I'm just, sure. like, playing. I'm playing this, like, this is just damn cute. When you're, when you're dangling from a grapple point, you turn into, like, a plum and you yeah. just kind of swing. Um, yeah, it, it is, it is damn cute, and so, okay, <clears throat> here's the big thing, right? This is gonna make me, again, sound like a moron. Why would you, why did you avoid this when it first came out, I guess would be, you didn't actively avoid it, but why did this oh. not ping on your radar at all? I didn't, like, much like, I wasn't a Nintendo person, ever. I had a Wii and a GameCube, but the Wii was like the novelty, you know, party machine. The GameCube was mostly a novelty party machine. Anything else that I played, it was I was head first into the Xbox. And I not joking, and probably sound like a dick for it, but I would have looked at this and went, not playing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair yeah. that's fair enough. Like, this is 2010. This is, like, 25-year-old... This is Gears of War time. Great. Yeah, exactly. I'm not playing Kirby. I've never even heard of this character. Never mind, you know, like, I'm not waiting for the release or anything. So that's, that's honestly, that's all I can say about it. Is it just... It, it would never have... It wouldn't have. That's fair enough. I mean, I mean... I, I think in North America, that is... And it's changing now, especially with the, the new one that came out. Um, Kirby is a hard sell to teenage and young adult males. Um, and I always wondered, if, if they had just gone with a different character, I wonder how much... Like, if this was a uh, spiky-haired, attitude-heavy kind of character... Would Kirby be more popular in North America and, I'm guessing, Europe? I, I don't know. I've never lived there for 30-something years. But, but my take on that, 
as the entire game starts because you try to suck in a tomato because that's a or a whatever it is because it is a tomato but he calls it a yeah. mamato or whatever a magicato yep. a mamato Fuck, I don't even know. Anyway, he's like, oh, that's a tomato. Tomato's my favourite thing. Then he opens his gub and it's like... Because he's trying to suck in this tomato. And and that would never work with a Sonic or any other character because what other manly character is going to be in the middle of a field going, oh, I really want to eat that tomato? (laughs) Well, what if it was a chili dog or a um, a mushroom? Yeah. It just... And the fact that it's... I'm going to bring up Sackboy again, but that to me is the entire, it's the entire aesthetic it's going for. It's a cute, fluffy, knitted character that's just happy. I'm jiggling while I'm recording here. I'm like swaying backwards and forwards, but it's just a happy, feel-good thing. It's got nothing to, its target audience was never your teenage boy that's wanting to play Medal of Honor and shoot Nazis in the face. It was it's something that feels like it's made for the because the people that are making it are passionate about making it and they get it out and it's it's exactly what they wanted to make. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I've I've always just looked at it curiously as in, uh, huh? You never really did catch on here until well recently. Um, one thing I did want to say was um, the thing I just forgot. That was really good. Really like that. Thank Hold you. I, I I I really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> seriously, it just left my brain, Craig. Oh. I had a question, and I'm like, oh, I'll have to ask this. And then I, and then I forgot. Okay. Anyway, so oh, uh, hopefully I'll remember d- it. Yeah. Just in a in a in a side note, you said that um you know the good feel people, because yeah. it's good feel. The other game that they made of note was Wario Land Shake It. Yes. And. In all of their catalogue, the guy that directed Kirby's Epic Yarn, the last game he directed before that was Wario Land Shake It. So well, maybe that guy something. needs to work more often. Yeah. Have you uh, played, uh, just side note, did you ever play Wario Land Shake It? I don't think I played Shake It, no. The one I played was on the game, you, maybe, I can't remember. There was just one we played lots of. And it was the the part. It would have been the GameCube. Whatever came out in the GameCube. Um, WarioWare or Wario's Woods. Oh, WarioWare. Or... WarioWare. WarioWare. Oh yeah, I no. Wario Land Shake It is a uh, platformer. Um, what? It actually feels like it has a lot in common with Shantae. Okay, now I am. I've only ever known of Wario in the context of WarioWare games. Oh no! Uh, Wario Land series is huge. Like, there's five games. Dave, you're blowing my mind. Um, just, I mean, we can edit this out. Just Google Wario Land Shake It and take a look at the art, man. It it is fantastic for being on the Wii. To me, I you said Wario Wario Land Shake It, and I thought, oh, it must have included shaking mechanics and the games. You know, like you have to shake the controller. Oh, <laughs> it does, but yeah, it's a platformer. Oh wow. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, oh, oh, um, and I mean, okay, so you were mentioning about Little Big Planet. Um, mm-hmm. um, when that first came out and I played it, I, I, there was a little bit of a chip on my shoulder of like, you guys are stealing a little bit of Kirby. Yeah. I don't yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we should do Sackboy at some point because I have it and I needed a good excuse uh, to play it. But, um, genuinely, okay. Um, 
I, like just to draw a line, Sackboy does the best a little big planet, takes it 3D, it gives it better jumping and feeling and more responsive, and it just goes, do you know what? That whole creation thing just didn't work, so let's just bin it all and focus on the game. Like it just it just is epically good. It's so good. It's so, so good for what it does. I well, I mean, that's what I always wanted at a little big planet. Was mm-hmm. all right, guys. That's the uh that's the creation stuff. Okay, so yeah. Kirby. Mm-hmm. Wonderful gent. Uh wonderful mm-hmm. manners. Is there enough there from what you played to make you want to finish the game? And I'm not saying like, you know, after you we record this, will you go back and finish it? But like ha- let's say I had picked this as a bit effect game. Yeah. Okay. How would you feel? I I would have, I would have played the crap out of it and loved every minute of it. My other interview question that's come from recording is you literally at the start of this blew my plan out of the water because I've got a 3DS that I thought I'm going to get Kirby's Epic Yarn Plus or whatever for and you just said they did some things that didn't work and I'm like oh crap because I thought I'll just play it in the 3DS I'll, I'll, I'll make it my bedtime game okay well, well they did some things that I think compromise uh, what Epic Yarn is, and that is, that, well, they added some transformations to it. They added a little bit more in the difficulty end of it by having separate modes and stuff like that. And I think it doesn't work as well because this, I think, works the best as a just relax and have a good time game. Because once they put more regular Kirby game, because this is still a spinoff. This isn't what I would call a regular Kirby game. Once they added more regular Kirby elements in the 3DS version, it does some things that uh, just kind of taint it a little bit. Not that it's bad. I mean, if your only way to play this was the 3DS, go ahead, play it. Sure. But if you're playing both, I would choose the Wii over the 3DS. Okay, right. Fair enough. So, um, yeah, just to very roundabout answer your question, I I did intend on keeping on playing it. It's not number one in my priority. Yeah. I've now... I've now got a list of things that I have said I will definitively keep on playing um, just Ooh. so that I don't, you don't catch me out, you know, like at the end of the year and go, how did the rest of Kirby's Epic Yarn go, Craig? You said <laughs> you were going to play Because um, you've probably got a list somewhere, so I thought I better, I better just make good in my word. Boy, you make me sound like a monster, Craig. Well, you know. If the shoe account, fits, Dave. Well, um, if the shoe fits is a much better phrase, because I was just about to say a cow's a cow, and that's just <laughs> that's not that's not even a thing. That is a technically correct sentence, though. <laughs> um, uh, the last thing I want to bring up is uh, the music. I think mm-hmm. the music to most Kirby games is phenomenal, and this is really no exception. This has that weird, like relaxing, but kind of sounds like a children's show. Yeah, yeah vibe going on to it that I think works perfectly well. I yeah, I would agree. I paid I did it didn't it didn't hit me like uh this is the this is peak game music or anything. No but the entire time I was bobbing along and just having fun. Like the the entire package and the presentation just makes like you say, it just makes you want to smile, makes you want to chill, sit back and just enjoy it. And the music's part of that. And so let's 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 round this up and say um, 
I imagine I know our answer if I was to ask, hey, why would you feel about a remaster? And the answer is yes, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, stop making Yoshi games. They're terrible. Just remaster this over and over again on every generation of console. Um, I don't have much else left to say about other than I think this is one of the strongest Kirby games in the franchise. And everybody should play it, especially if you have a bad day. Yeah, like, I just to echo that, I suppose... It is, a, it is a bad day, feel good game. It, it, it was the first time from you good feel. Think, yeah, from good feel. I think this has been an absolute pleasant surprise. I did not expect to like this at all. In fact, I before I played it, I expected to be in here like game Dave. This game is literally Little Big Planet and Yoshi all just mushed together. <laughs> like, but it's it's so much more than that. It it just blew all my preconceptions out of the water and I'm so happy to have played it. That's wonderful. I'm, I'm so glad you can exp- I'm glad a Kirby game hit. Uh, in case you weren't around, the last Kirby game that I was like, alright, let's try to get Craig into Kirby mm-hmm. was Kirby's Air Ride. And Craig, could you yeah. give me a quick two-word refresher on what you thought of Kirby's Air Ride? Two words. Ball. Ox. Alright, so uh, <laughs> it's an ox on a ball. <laughs> Oh, it's unfair. Like, I wonder whether going back, I would see it in a different light. I don't think I would because I no, didn't, I don't I didn't so. enjoy it. I, I don't think Kirby holds the weight yet that I, it would endear me to it at all. I didn't enjoy a ride at all. I I can't say I blame you. It is one of the most divisive games ever created. Mm-hmm. All right. So, other than that, thank you very much for listening, and you deserve to play Kirby's Epic Yarn. Yeah. Go play oh, it. Out of, cur- out of curiosity, Craig, did you uh, try playing it with your kids? Because this was no, like a great game I, for Abby when she was little. Oddly, I didn't. I feel slightly terrible about it, but nah, didn't at all. That's fair enough. They're yeah. annoying to have around. I say keep them in yeah. a closet. Thank you very much for listening. Have a good night. <laughs>